Hey, everybody, Murphy Houston. It's Mile High Magazine, and I am filling in for Melissa Moore today. And it's that time of the week when we come on on and talk to you about some very valuable stuff. And with all that's going on in the United States and, of course, Colorado, uh, we don't forget about our teachers, but their lives are extremely different, as are your students. So we thought we should talk to somebody that might have a little experience with this online education. So joining us is Nicole Tiley, head of schools k 12 online. Hi, Nicole. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. So I'm one of them, and I'm sure a lot of people are kind of unfamiliar with what is online public school. I mean, how does that platform work, and how long have you been doing it? I have been working in an online public school since 2008. In our online school, we have a schedule where students walk into our classrooms and interact with other students and our teachers through an online link, similar to what students do when they attend a public brick-and-mortar school. Um, Our platform is very engaging. When the students come into our online classrooms, they can see our teachers, they can... um, talk to each other with their microphones, they get to write on our chalkboards, they can work in small groups together. So it's a very interactive platform. So the students are in the room, but the teachers are online? Is that how that works? Um, The students are at home in their houses, and then our teachers also work from home. And then the students will log in through um, an online classroom link, which Um, all of them together. So we'll have the teacher in the classroom and then about 15 to 20 students in our classes that come in and um, talk to the teachers um, right on our chalkboards. Um, They can chat with each other in the chat boxes. Um, So it's a very interactive classroom that's online. And it sounds like if you've been doing it for as long as you just said, since 2008, it's been very successful. Yes, we are a very good program for students that have support at home and the parents want to have a different choice in their student schooling. It's kind of like what's going on now. Would you say that? Is that very close to what parents are experiencing now? Because it's not really homeschooling. And that common sense, it's online what the teachers and the kids are doing now. Right. I think what the schools are doing right now is more remote learning, um, where the teachers are giving students assignments. Um, Some of them are doing online instruction with the students, but um, it does look different from our online school that we have been doing since 2008. We have a lot of the online classrooms, the platform, the curriculum that's online, and the schools are doing the best they can right now with changing to something very quickly when we've been doing it since 2000. um, K-12 Incorporated has been doing online schooling, so we have a lot different resources for the students. I got to ask you, because, you know, the parents, and my kids are older, they all have their own children, are struggling with this. 
How do the parents with your K-12 online education, how are they handling it? How do they get involved? Is it different from what the parents have to do now? I would say that um, right now when our parents choose to come to our online public school, they're making that choice um, to be an active participant in their students' learning. They know that the students will be home with them. Um, during the day and that they'll be helping the students log in, participate in online classrooms with the teachers. And what's happening currently is that um, a lot of parents still have to work during the day and they're not, they didn't sign up to particularly school their students at home. Um, so it's different. So. It is a new thing for them. So I think there are strategies that they can use to make sure that they are setting their student up for success. Um, I think the first thing for parents that are now into remote learning is to make sure that they set up a space devoted solely to academics. Um, one recommendation would be to not have the students work in an area where there's a lot of high traffic or distracting areas um, it, because then it's hard for the students to stay focused. Another strategy that we like to tell our parents when they join our school is to make sure that there's a common schedule that they work with their student on creating. This helps them know what they are expected to be doing and, and what assignments can be completed. They know when they work best. Um, I know even I'm a mom of a middle school student that did go to the brick and mortar school, but now my student is now schooling at home, which they're doing remote learning. So um, making sure that I know when he can independently work best and when he needs more help with different subjects um, to make sure that when I'm setting up his schedule for the day, I can accommodate his needs. So um, one thing that I would recommend to parents is to make sure that they have their student maybe start with their favorite subject. It just is an easier option to kick off the at-home school day and it um, gets the student started off in the right direction. Another idea is to make sure you build in breaks and playtime. Um, students need to be able to go outside and um, play basketball, you know, at their home if they have a, a basketball court outside or um, activity time where they like to play their favorite games so that um, there are breaks throughout the day and they're just not expected to stay in front of the computer all day long. Well, I think that um, you, you kind of keep the students to like a normal schedule like they'd have in school with breaks, with a little time out, and, and then... Do you recommend as they meet these teachers online, and I'm trying to visualize because I don't have to go through that. All my kids have obviously moved on. Do they have different teachers for each class? I know they do with your situation at uh, K-12 online, schools K-12 online. But what about at home? Are they getting that right now from the teachers that are trying to educate them? Different teachers? I think it looks, it does look different for both of my own children that I have at home. Um, my youngest one does meet with different teachers, but the older one doesn't. So every school is doing something a little bit differently um, just based on 
how many students are able to connect um, and the teachers' resources that they have to provide those online classrooms. Right. It's a bit of a challenge. And while we're talking about good advice for the parents, by the way, this is Nicole Tiley, who's head of schools, K-12 online. They've been doing this for a while. They got it down. What about the teachers? I mean, we talk about the students and the parents struggling with this change. I imagine most teachers who aren't used to this online teaching are having to get used to it as well. I have a daughter, Carrie, who teaches uh, at Willow Creek Grade School in the Cherry Creek School District. She's a reading specialist and what she's had to do. And my other daughter, Liz, who runs a preschool at Southeast Christian Church in Parker. It's been quite a challenge. So what advice do you have for our teachers that are listening? For the teachers that are listening, I would just encourage you to um, reach out to the students and focus on relationships. Um, if students are engaging in your remote learning activities, they're submitting their work, they're coming to your either Google Meets or Zoom or whichever platform you're using to interact with students, um, celebrate their success, let them know, hey, I really notice that you're doing your work, you're doing a great job, excellent. And for those students um, who they don't see or don't hear from, make sure to focus on that relationship as well. That was one of the biggest challenges or I would say learning curves to understand when going from a teacher in a public school brick and mortar where I saw students every day to being an online teacher, um, I had to pick up the phone a lot more. I couldn't just go and see what the kids were doing. I had to call them and say, hey, I missed you today. How's it going? Um, tell me a little bit about your day. What can I do to help support you to do your schoolwork? So just because they're not engaging with you maybe or coming to your live sessions, um, still try to reach out to them, call them if their parents um, answer texts, ask them what is a good time to connect with the student and put that time on the calendar to make sure that those relationships and the students still know, like, hey, my teacher's still there for me. I am struggling with this remote learning, but my teacher's here to help me. Well, and it's probably as equally as hard on the students. If they can't see the teacher like they do in a regular classroom, it's probably a little harder for them to catch on to what's going on, don't you think? Yes. If they um, aren't getting that live instruction or seeing the teacher um, either through flip lessons where the teacher is doing a recording or having the teacher doing live sessions, it is more challenging for the students to know what to do and complete those assignments. So um, I would just encourage the teachers to think of ways to do quick video recordings. There's a, many resources for teachers to use um, to connect with students in different ways. Okay. And what about, let's get back to the parents a little bit. Obviously, these parents aren't used to handling homework advice for them on how to do that, especially if some of them are working at home, which a lot of parents are. So working in school, homework, what do you think they ought to be doing? Can they call the teachers? Should they be calling the teachers for help or try to figure it out themselves, which for a lot of parents will be difficult? Right. I think the biggest thing um, or advice for parents is to um, 
a lot of right now the teachers are emailing the students and saying, hey, this is um, what we're going to be doing for remote learning today. These are the expectations. So as a parent, you want to trust your students that they are looking through their email, they know what to do, but then make sure to set the expectation that your child shows you um, that A, they know what they're doing, they have their assignments written out for the day, and the biggest um, activity to do at night or when you're done working is check in with your student. Hey, how did it go today? Can you show me all the great lessons you got accomplished today or your assignments that you submitted? And have the student actually pull up their assignments, either if they're sending them through email or Google Classrooms, or if they're um, asked to go into different online platforms and complete work. Have the student show you their completion and celebrate that success with them. Um, students of any age, even we find it even um, from younger students to our high school students, they need that level of accountability and someone at home checking in and also celebrating them um, when they're doing their job or they got their lessons accomplished for the day. All good tips there. I was curious as I was thinking about talking with you today, Nicole, about testing. I mean, especially in the high school level, testing is a big part of grades. How do they handle that? A test for testing. Um, the teachers, I would encourage them to create tests in your online forms. I know a lot of the teachers right now are doing Google Classrooms, and just um, set that expectation with the students to make sure that they're taking the tests on their own, um, and then give them directions and expectations of that you want to um, make sure that your notes are away, you're not going to outside resources to look up your answers. So then when we submit the test, we know what you learned and what we need to do to help you if you're not able to understand the concepts that we taught. Well, Nicole, good advice today. If there's a parent sitting out there thinking, I need to get more help from schools, K-12 online, how do they get a hold of you? They can... Um, Email me if they are more interested in learning information. Um, and we also have virtual information sessions where parents can learn more about our school as well. And what's your email? Just you directly. My email is, yes, it's um, ntiley, T-I-L-E-Y, at k12.com. Very good. Nicole, thanks for your time today. Keep up the good work, and we hope this helps the parents and the students figure all this out. Thanks again. Thank you. And thank you, guys. It's Mile High Magazine. We appreciate you all listening. Have a great weekend, and we will talk to you next week.